Welcome back, it's Carol Clark here, and we are finishing up our series this month about adding additional revenue streams into your practices or re-energizing those that you already have in your practice that have fizzled out or never really got off the ground in the first place. So today is all about your principles for success, your best practices, and as clinicians, business people, anybody really, the reason why we like this is because it's sort of your cliff notes as to how to avoid some of the pitfalls that come along and to also increase the likelihood of success, increase the speed for success, and avoid Avoid potentially some time that you may lose just kind of spinning your wheels or some money that you may end up losing just because you've spent so much time or you've gone down a lot of different paths trying to get to the outcome that you desire. So we are going to go over 12 best practices. I know initially I think I had five, but I couldn't help myself. I added a few more. And this is sort of your cliff notes to this whole month's training. And of course, there is a free download that has everything in it. Just go to weightlosspracticebuilder.com forward slash free. And for many of the Barrett Business Boss members, we've been we've been going over this and actually working hands-on, getting some new revenue streams up in your practice. So it's a lot of good stuff, things that benefit your patients, first of all, your team and you and your business. So these principles include, first, make sure, as I mentioned before, that the revenue stream is complementary to everything else that you do in your practice. You have your one main thing uh, or your primary service, and this is complementary to whatever it is that you offer. So it has to make sense and um, in order for it to be successful. So a lot of times having something that's totally not on the same, uh, you know, realm of what it is that you offer can be a disconnect for the patient, kind of like a, hmm, wonder where that came from. So you want to make sure that complements what it is that you're offering. You also want to make sure that this new revenue stream is something that your patients are desire, so they want and need it, and they're probably paying for it somewhere else. So you become their one-stop shop. And you can figure this out just by listening to your patients uh, and also noticing where you're sending referrals for different things. That can also increase the likelihood of what the right ideal revenue stream is to have in your practice. Some of them may seem like something you wouldn't be interested in, but then as we work through it, you can actually come up with some unique ways to do that, especially if it's complimentary and if it's something your patients are asking for anyhow or paying for somewhere else. So you want to make sure that you listen to that and make sure that uh, you understand that. The third thing is to do your due diligence and make sure uh, that you look at the business model and the projections and make sure it's something that makes sense for you and your practice. You want to make sure that that model is something that's sustainable. It's something that isn't going to cause you to have too much of a financial outlay. So you want to make sure that you do take a look at the business model as well as projections for uh, how long it's going to take you to um, break even, have a profit, or you know gain enough patience uh, to make it worthwhile. The fourth thing is, if at all possible, try not to, or, uh, to add debt into your business. So the most uh, likely thing is that you may have to invest some at some point uh, for any new revenue stream, whether it's purchasing cost of goods sold, whether it's uh, any team changes, whether it's, you know, marketing, that sort of thing. But you want to make sure it's minimal so that you can get that money right back. So we don't want to be walking around having a practice uh, that adds a revenue stream that becomes sort of a ball and chain. That is not the goal here. So you want to make sure that you try not to add debt in order to add this additional revenue stream. 
The fifth thing is to track that revenue stream as a separate cost center, which really does help you know, is it something that's profitable for you? What really are some of those hidden costs that you might not have thought about? And then how can you make sure that it's a positive thing for your, uh, for everyone involved? So you do want to track it as a separate revenue stream if you can. It really makes a difference and can be a real eye-opener because you think you're adding something that's bringing in a lot uh, more profit, but what you find is it's just revenue coming in, but the expenses perhaps are so high that it's really just breaking even and not really serving you as well as what you might have anticipated. Or it gives you the idea that now you know that and you need to figure out how to make that uh, change that up and make sure that it is serving everyone well. So you want to track it as a separate uh, cost center. The sixth thing is to have an enthusiastic champion uh, for the new revenue stream. This really helps. So you can be the champion all you want, but you can't be everything in your practice. So you've got to have someone who's a champion for that. It might be one person or a couple of team members, but having someone who's enthusiastic and can take ownership for it and also understand the vision and the goals and communicate well with everyone else on the team is really important for a revenue stream to take off. So we've probably all seen that in our practice where you start something, there's really no one's taking ownership for it. It's kind of floundering, floundering, floundering. And you find somebody who's like, you know, I would love to be more involved. I'd like a new project. I want to be a part of that and it really escalates the whole speed to success and just everything about it. So you want to make sure you have an enthusiastic champion in your practice. The other thing, the seventh one, is to seek um, initial and ongoing feedback from your team and your patients about how things are going. You know, you can't just start something as you know and walk away from it. You have to be a part of that. Listen to what's going on. Sometimes you can be, you know, a fresh perspective or they are a fresh perspective because they're dealing with it every single day. So really listen to the feedback. Seek that feedback. Uh, and then use that feedback to your advantage to see how you can make changes to improve everything. So that was the seventh one. The eighth one, of course, this usually happens way earlier than what than number eight, but it's having a clear vision. And I talk about this all the time, but it makes such a difference. Uh, have a clear vision for um, your uh for this new revenue stream, have some realistic and stretch goals that they understand, let them know how it fits into the big picture. And uh, when I talk about realistic and stretch goals, what you want is when you first launch it, you want to set some goals for your team members. So whether it's a total number of new patients or total number of patients participating in this or total amount of revenue or a certain amount of profit, whatever that measurement is that you decide and you share with them, Make sure that especially as you get going, it is extremely realistic, almost a no-brainer because just like with weight loss in your patients, if they see success immediately, your your um, team does, then they get that added motivation to keep working and to get to that next goal and the next goal and the next goal. It ends up being sort of a domino effect, but you've got to start out, start out with some big wins right off the bat and help them to achieve that, recognize them for that, and then go on and continue the challenge moving forward forward. So uh, that was your eighth one. Your ninth one is to document your implementation plan, your target goals, who's responsible. Of course, this happens earlier on as well, but it is really important because it provides that guide. It's not carved in stone, but it's something that they can use to help guide the whole process and then tweak things along the way rather than always feeling like you're starting from scratch. So having that plan in place. I know sometimes I get uh, people can tease me about my detail orientation and I do have to 
guard myself to keep the big picture in mind, but it really does help keep things moving along. It helps uh, really to document the process, what was agreed upon so that you're not making decisions passing in the hallway and no one knows about it. Uh, but having that documented is really helpful. So that was the ninth one. The 10th one is to be prepared to modify along the way. We've got to be flexible. This is one of those things that things come up. You got to seek feedback from your patients and from your team. Make changes as necessary. Maybe there's a process you put in place that would be perfect and it's really not. So you have to make some edits to that. So be prepared to modify. It's kind of like nowadays when you go to travel, you almost have to anticipate you're going to have a snafu, you're going to have a delay, you're going to have who knows what's happening, but it's one of those things you almost have to go into it expecting that. And then if it doesn't happen, you're almost pleasantly surprised, but you're going to have to modify it along, along the way. So be open to that rather than very rigid in terms of sticking to every aspect of your plan. So you want to make sure that the 11th one is to listen, listen, listen. And I am talking about listening to yourself, uh, your gut, listen to your team members, listen to your patients, and make sure that you're listening. And a lot of times, if you're like me, I like to just dive right in, make some decisions, get things going. I am all about like going, going, going. But I find that I will do myself a lot of favors and everyone else around me if I pause and I take the time to listen to what's really going on. It really can open your eyes to a small, simple thing that's having a negative effect that can be fixed in an instant. So listening is important. And then of course, the 12th one is communicate, communicate, communicate. So we listen, but then we also wanna communicate where are we in the process? What's coming up? Are we succeeding? What frustrations are coming up? You wanna make sure that you have uh, pretty much all that communicated in a very transparent method and making sure that that's a two-way street, not just you always communicating, but your team communicating to you and having a process in place for them to track and report back to you in terms of what is going on. So that's the 12th one. I'm adding a bonus 13 because we all have to have fun. So you've got to have fun along the way. So integrate some, you know, some fun, make it a sort of a, add some fun into the game, so to speak, to get things up and running be positive, uh, do some rewards, and just really just have some fun along the way. That will make the difference uh, for everybody and make the process so much smoother and quicker. So anyhow, those are my 12 principles for success, even though I think I originally said it was going to be five and a bonus of having fun. I hope this has served you well. I hope you found it helpful. And if you have any questions or comments, please post them or uh, get back with me, carol, K-A-R-O-L, at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. Don't forget your freebie, weightlosspracticebuilder.com forward slash free. This one's in there for you as well as lots of other ones. Our next training, I am so excited about. We are diving into some specific training for some of the pitfalls and issues that come up, particularly with managing in your practice. So it's really going to be geared towards your practice manager, your practice administrator, office manager, whatever you call that person, any team leads, that sort of thing. So uh, we're going to be doing that and also deep dive in with your, um, in, within Veritu Business Boss. So if you're not a member now, would be a great time to join. So anyhow, I hope you have a great day and take care.